BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Miami Spotlight Show. I am your host, Carlos, a.k.a. Fido. You know what? Hey, stop the music, stop the music, stop the damn music right now. I know you guys heard me say we got home team in the building, but God damn it, we got home team in the building today. Before I introduce my guest, man, real quick, let's pay some bills and get some housekeeping out the way. Shout out to everybody tuned in right now on Revolver. Shout out to everybody tuned in on iHeart, Spotify, Amazon, Deezer, Apple. You already know what it is. We appreciate the love. Shout out to, obviously, the home team. Shout out to everybody making us make sure we look good. My boy, Felipe. My boy, uh, Jay, a.k.a. Batista. That's his new name <laughs> for making sure we sounding right. And, of course, shout out to Monkey in Paradise Vodka. You know, they came through and making sure we, uh, we always drinking right. Bucky in Paradise Vodka, gluten free, sugar free. But um, now that that's out the way, let's. Uh, I want to introduce my guest, big dog in Miami, my brother. I think I've known him since like 07, 08, back when I was in the music days. Um, what can I say about this guy, man? Music producer, or maybe I should even say super music producer, singer, songwriter. Let's talk about some of his credits, guys. Trina, Diddy, Carrie Hilson, Pitbull, Busta Rhymes. Under surveillance, Rick Ross. This guy's he's worked with everybody in the industry. And slowly but surely, this guy's becoming one of the biggest real estate investors in the game. Guys, Mr. Costantly Pimpin is in the building. Put your hands together for my brother CP Hollywood. Yeah, yeah CP, what's up, boy? I'm happy to be here, bro. I'm really happy to be here. How you been, dog? Good, man. Good. You know what's interesting? As you were saying, those credits. You got goosebumps? Well, I was just <laughs> I was just thinking of all the records that I did with those people. And what's interesting about the industry is sometimes those people don't even know you produced the records. You're they right, because there's so many A&Rs they, and so many people yeah. involved. They don't even fucking know. Yeah, I mean, a lot of those records, the, yeah. I guarantee uh, Rick Ross probably doesn't even know I did International Boss with, with uh, it was Haitian Fresh and Busta Rhymes. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Probably don't even know. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I bet you know, and then yeah, the whole I city knows. Know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but welcome to the show real quick before we get started. I usually, I normally take a shot of the Monkey in Paradise vodka with my guests. You want to take a little, get a little swig? You want to yes. get down with this? Yes, I would. All right, beautiful, man, beautiful. And then once this is... Uh, once that's popped, obviously I wanna. I got a lot to talk about with you, man. I've known you since back when I was with Mr. Lolo back in 07, 08, when we were in the whole took something full records movement. Mm -hmm. That's when we first got into the music game, and I got a cool story about that too. But listen, salut, man. Cheers to you. Thank Absolutely. you for coming on the show, Thank CP. You, man. 
That one down Ooh, smooth, man. Tell you, that monkey in yeah, paradise really vodka. Good. That's some good shit. It's really and good. it's healthy too, bro. <laughs> nice. No, but listen, man. Yeah, I've known you. I remember, man. You you made a good impression on me because, you know, obviously when you're starting off, especially in music or anything, right? You want to try to make a name for yourself. And we were in the underground, you know what I'm saying? Right, Just trying absolutely. to push uh, mixtapes, have mixtapes and doing shows and we, we, had, we had a little buzz, and you reached out to us. You didn't even have to reach out to us. You reached out to me. You were like, yo, right. Fido, yo, I want to get Lolo on this fucking track. I got a beat for you. I'm going to send you the beat. You sent us the beat. He got on it, and you were like, all right, it's cool. And uh, nothing ever happened from that, right, but right. we were like, it's all good. At least he reached out to us, and right, you showed right. love. Right. And, dude, that shit, that shit went a long way for us, man, just for mm-hmm. you to reach out to us and show love. At such an early stage... Like, dude, I appreciate the love, man. Oh, I mean, I, and and sh- shout out to Lolo, Free Lolo. You already know what free it is. Lolo. But uh, it's I, always like Free Lolo. Like, <laughs> it's always every yeah. six months is like Free Lolo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But listen, we appreciate the love, man. Like seriously, bro. So introduce yourself to the to the team, to everyone tuned in, man. How did it start? Who are you? What do you do? Like, fill so, us in, bro. So I'm a super producer. I like to call myself CP Hollywood. Um, I think I'm pretty much kind of like a staple in South Florida. Like, I, I think I've worked with pretty much everybody I could get my hands on. Yep. There's a few that I haven't worked with on a personal level, at least. Um, but my hands have pretty much touched almost every artist from South Florida and Florida, you know, overall, really. Yep. And um, so... I got to tell you, I like the braids, too, man. Real. I appreciate it, man. I'm trying to do something different. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you used to rock the little fade back yeah, in the day. Man, right? You know, when I, when I was coming out this time as an artist, I was like, I really need to get the image right, man. I lost a lot of weight. I grew you did. Hair. Congratulations, yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. I changed things around a lot. But, you know, so I, I, was, I always started out as a producer. Yep. And one of the things I learned fast is that if you really want to work, you got to work with who's accessible. Right. So you got to work with who you can get your hands on. And you really don't know who's going to get that next hit record and who's going to catch and who's going to get lucky. A lot of this shit is luck. You're right. You know, honestly, a lot of it is luck. Like, what, what year was that when you said, fuck, I'm going to start doing music? Oh, shit. Well, I've been producing music since I was in high school. Okay. But I really took it seriously around 18 years old. Okay. I met a producer named Kenjo. Uh, rest in peace now. Um, okay. Rest in he, peace. He produced a lot of stuff for Field Mob. Oh, on, man. On their album. Tired being lonely. Yeah, that group, right? Uh, my they were dope. Oh, they were dope as fuck. They were dope. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. Uh, Smoke from Field Mob was in Tallahassee a lot, and um, he kind of set that whole sound for, like, to me, T-Pain kind of sounded like Smoke when he came out. Had that southern kind of yeah, twang that to country, everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, so I was working with Kenjo, and I was an artist, and things were taking a long time for so, me to come out So you out started as, as an artist. artist first? Right, R&B artist at oh, that. Oh, you started art, yeah, so you were singing? Crazy. I was singing, singing. Oh, shit. High school, I guess that makes sense, because you you like, you'd be going hard on the hooks, too. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of makes sense you started off like Yeah, that. I just started there, and it just took forever, man. And so finally I came out with a record called Cut Friends, and it had smoke on it, and it got on the radio. Oh, nice. And I got a little buzz. Okay. And um, then I had a group up there. It was called County Boys, and we had a record up there that started spinning. Okay. And then, honestly, it was real weird because I was young, I was dumb, and um, I ran into a lot of the streets stuff. You know? Yeah. So basically, in a nutshell, I started to catch a lot of heat from local artists, and it started to get a little crazy for me. Like, to okay. be in such a small city and be everybody want to work with you. Yeah. And, you know, people... Heat, heat, what kind of heat? Like, heat how? Like... People put pressure on me, bro. They would call me and say, hey, man, you know, I want to get an hour of studio time. I'd be like, I'm three-hour minimum. 
oh, bro, you think you're this, you think you're oh, that. Oh, shit, like, shit, shit. You know what I'm saying? You got to see these people constantly because yeah. you're in a small-ass city. Right, because you had your own lap, too, in addition to you, right. obviously. Right, right, right. Right. So, you know, I'd see these people over and over the moon, here, there, and it mm. kind of got to the point where it was like, I don't feel like anything's going to come of this city other than uh, everybody hating on you. And that's, right. uh, I don't think people understood why T-Pain got out of there, man. It was yeah. like crabs in a bucket in a small little area right, and right. the sound from Tallahassee is amazing they got a lot of great artists you went that. to school up there right yeah went what, to you Florida were, State you did, yeah. oh Florida State you're and then I was actually on, on my, my boy went to FSU he went to Samari some, Rowe yeah 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 he went okay. up there man he was he was the quarterback for us down here in Beach High class of 95 and then he went up there to uh, to become a Seminole yep yeah. I was actually on 90.5 for a little bit which was the FAMU radio station okay. and I was like I said I was an idiot I did. I did a show Young and called. Dumb. Yeah, I did a show called Hater Fabulous Live, where people would call up and hate about whoever they wanted to hate on. Oh this shit! This girl calls up and hates on a football player who gave her gonorrhea, and I was like, Oh, oh damn! You're like, what? The show got canceled. <laughs> That's crazy. It had to be the white guy. I was, radio. I was like, Oh, yo, God. Did, did a lot of people do? Do they get shocked when they see you or they meet you? Yes. You know, because they're like, Wait, this guy's yes. a white guy, like, yes, right? Bro, like, yes. happens all the time, right? I have a funny. I mean, you're story, urban actually. as fuck, right? But yeah. like. But still, it's it's funny because, like, the I remember Hurricane, I think it was Hurricane Chris had a manager, and he was coming to my house. Hey, baby? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He was coming to my house. His name was Aunt Murray. And I remember um, I'm outside, and he drives by me. He's like, bro, I don't see you. I'm like, bro, you just drove by me. And he, he circles back around. He's like, bro, I don't see you. I'm like, bro, I'm right fucking You can't here. miss me, bro. Yeah, and he's like, yo, that's you? He's like... The Hispanic guy? I said, bro, I'm white. He's like, his whole fucking mind was blown, That's bro. That's fucking funny, and bro. And, you know, the tag is like a deep, uh, like, my tag is, is screwed, so everybody thinks it's like my natural voice. Right, you know, right, 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 right. It sounds like a big-ass, swole-ass black dude. You know? That's crazy. No, so, yeah, I, I mean, because when you when I first heard about you, I'm mm -hmm. like, all right, you know, it, it's obviously dominantly fucking yeah. black, right? So right. it's like, all right, so, or urban, right, Hispanic. And um, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, shit, the guy's a white guy? Oh, good, no, though. He, fucking, he, he, he can fucking... Because you got to go, like, double hard, right? Yeah, like, if absolutely. you're... Right, right, yeah. right. I mean, it's a gift and a curse because I think you stand out a little more than, yeah. you know... I just, think now in 2021 you do. I yeah, mean, now yeah. it's more accepted. Now I think Yeah, but I definitely caught a lot of hate. You know, I was, like, like we were talking, I started at the bottom, right? So when I first came down here, I started with Larry Dogs. And oh, Larry Dogs was the Street Dog, you yeah. Know what I'm yeah. I did Pipeline. I did all the hood events that you could possibly go to and if you were a white boy, you were the only one there. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? True. Yeah, Larry and, Dog was out there in the city. And, you know, that's, it is what it is. You know, I, I never fronted about it. I never tried to be something that I wasn't. And I think because I never went out there and tried to be like, I'm a street dude. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Yeah. I never caught a problem down here right. at all. Good. Um, yeah, you were comfortable in your own yeah, skin. exactly. It, it's super important, man. Yes, For everyone man. listening, man, it's you got to be authentic, man, because yeah. real recognize real. People see that Absolutely. shit, too. They you know see what right through that shit, man. And yeah. And so I started there, and I gave tracks out to everybody who was starting. Like, yeah. I didn't give a fuck. As long as my tag was on it, That's right. it was out there. Yeah. And this is before producers really started tagging. And I was tagging heavy. Like, yeah. my, my tag was and It's always been that CP, honey. Same thing, right? I kept it. Yeah. Oh, good. And so it's been through the years. People have heard the tracks circle around. So 
they'll be in my studio for the first time. We've never worked together. And I'll play the first track. They're like, damn, that's you. <laughs> like, oh man, oh, now shit. I know. That's funny, yeah. man. So you're so you're writing now. Obviously, fast forward. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you hit when I spoke to you a couple months ago. You're like, yo, I'm mm -hmm. working on my album now. Like, right. I'm working on my own shit. Yeah. How's that? Like, how's how's the process going? Well, uh, are you halfway done? Are you almost done? Because I know you just shot a video. It's crazy. Um, I'm actually done. You're done um, with it. Oh, I'm shit. done. Okay. Um, I've been done for a while, man. I, I got my whole album done in like 45 days. Can we I get a hand clap for that, please? <laughs> Come on, folks. Come so, on, folks. What's the name of the album, CP? So I haven't decided on my personal album's name. Okay. Um, but the album. So I have got. I've got three albums, right? So I've got an album with a whole bunch of uh, artists from down here. Like a compilation type. Yeah, and I'm splitting that okay. in two because I've got at this point I think I got like 30 something records. And this is in six months. Yeah. I did all this. I just decided to come back and really do it hard and go in. And this is like fucking during the pandemic, too. Right. Right. <laughs> I just said, let me start reaching yeah, out. Come to, to these the studio, people. just come masked up. Yeah. yeah. So, you <laughs> know, I started reaching shit. out to everybody, man. And um, I started working on that. And then I recorded one record. I said, let me get outside of my studio and just step out as an artist. Yeah. And the first record I did was fucking amazing. As it, it doesn't sound like hip hop. It's like a mix of like country. That's right. Yeah, that's what you told me. Right. Yeah, it, it's 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 different and um and it's true to me. It's like a real big ballad almost kind of record. And you obviously produced it yourself. Yeah. So you, yep. you write you, it you, everything. You wrote it. You you, you produced yep. it. So what what's that process like, man? Walk us through that. You know, I always that, that whole this. writing so process. That I whole love guitar loops, right? So there's um and this is game for any producer. There's there's a site called Splice and it's royalty free, free loops. Okay. So back in the day, I used to pay for guitar sessions all the time with guitar players, yeah. right? Yeah. So now I just go and take the loop, and my daughter will, will see it. If I play and your daughter's it, in the building. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, shout, shout out to, what's your name? Janae. Shout out to Janae in the building. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so I'll play a loop, and if I can't write to it within 10 seconds or make a hook to it in, in 30 seconds, I don't bother. That's it. Yeah, so. And you got to catch the vibe. You gotta, yeah, 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 so yeah, I'll yeah, play yeah. like one bar of a loop, and if I get it, that's it. And... Or I'll play the keys a little bit, and if I got a four-bar loop and the song comes to me, I keep moving forward. Good. Um, and then from there, it's just building. I usually build the melody, and then the drums around it, and then I'll go and record the hook, and then just go from there. But I write a whole song in maybe like 15 minutes tops. So it's really off of in, off the of, uh, of your instinct, right? Like, you got to yeah. hear something of the first 10 seconds, you know, yeah. catch that vibe. It's like, next, yes. right? What's weird is, like, you know, I go to a studio, and beforehand, I don't have no idea what I'll write or if I have to make something on the spot, but it's almost like it's almost like destined. Like, I get there, and I know exactly what's, what we're going to do. Like, nice. it just comes to me. It's, it's really easy. But on this album, I try to make sure for myself, at least, that I, I'm just doing something different. Like, yeah. I... There's a lot of, you know, producing. I like to produce urban music. It's kind of what I like a little bit more. I like to go to the club and listen to urban music. Right. You know? So right. And I like to be in the club listening to my shit. Yeah, yeah. You know? Are you still on the R&B tip, though, or is it yeah. more just like, no. uh, like hip-hop so rap? My personal album is almost like a, it's almost a mix of country, folk, rock, oh, trap. Shit. Yeah, it's pretty much like if you could put a folk you record said, fuck, on. I want all the names. Yeah. Just give me all the names. I took them all and I said, <laughs> if I had an 808 to this, what would it sound like? If right. I had 808 snare rolls, skipping hi-hats, like what would it do? And man, it created this fucking sound that's not out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I haven't even released any of that stuff. Let I've me been, ask you uh, real quick, mm -hmm. just not to cut you off. Mm -hmm. Is it because of, um, are, are a lot of artists doing that now because of like, 
that little Nas record that he came out with where it's like that that it's almost like that cowboy yeah. country type vibe but at the same time it's still like a crossover and what I like think he did was open up the door to he say did something like yeah you right know, like like hip hop doesn't have to be just this little lane in a box yeah box. right right yeah, right right yeah and for me I've always kind of felt like like I can write an alternative record a rock record a country record it doesn't matter to me it's music I right. like music um, that's right but I, like again, everybody who's been accessible to me as artists, as a producer, have been hip hop artists. That's right. That's right. So I've always went hard. It's been second nature to me to do that. But now that I've been able to work on my own stuff and really sing and sing and sing, and what happened? You're really expanding your comfort yeah. zones now, yeah, because it's all your own shit too. Yeah, and I was smart, man. I I I had did a TikTok, uh, and basically on the TikTok page. I was doing acoustic acapellas. I knew if I boasted a CP Hollywood page, <laughs> nobody's going to that shit. Right, you know? right, right. So you got I like post- 18,000 followers on TikTok too, right? Uh, 180. <laughs> That's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> so I knew like, I had a one and an eight in it. Yeah, so I was smart, man. And, and I think Holy shit, I said 18,000. He goes, no. No, no, no. Uh, times 10, motherfucker. <laughs> and really, 180,000 followers on yeah, TikTok. Holy shit. I was smart, bro. I, I posted acoustic acapellas, and then I switched the page when I got to about 165. You still and kept did anyone fall off or just well, like well shit I didn't know on TikTok that when you erase videos I erased all those videos you erase all the likes so I had like two million likes oh shit yeah so. or lost all them shit so yeah yeah but you know now I have a, a good base on TikTok I haven't I haven't moved forward with any of my music the music I'm trickling out to me is is good music yeah. but it's definitely not the hit you over the head like you're gonna be like listening to this stuff singing in your sleep right 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 that's the music i feel like is coming with my personal album okay and then the other albums with the artist and i had to write a note man because i didn't want to forget any of these no people. no go ahead man you but gotta, you gotta to shut them up yeah just to give you an idea of what we've been doing is i've, I've worked with buster free briscoe deslock dreadzo gold rush gunplay case one lyric kill meet gucci papa duck raw boy crazy styles tierra chanice and, T- and tk magic so Holy can we get a hand clap for that guy yeah. that's, that's a fucking list bro yeah that's in that's a fucking list. that's in like four months i decided to do that and what's cool now is you know what's interesting when i was younger i feel like i i had like a anxiety or something reaching out to artists yeah i don't think it's just a part of probably like mental illness yeah, but you you would yeah. i, would, you, I, I yeah. don't think you would have that problem nah you. man you'd be surprised really when it came to like going out to events and shit like that i used to get bad anxiety really yeah real Holy bad shit so i didn't see feel... anyone listening or anyone that knows mm-hmm. you would think nazi like nah bro. people would probably feel intimidated obviously nah, and, and that's I mean, how I people think. used to feel and it was weird because i've always just been a real humble person like i never yeah. really get on that shit you yeah, know yeah but it's the credits like listen right, to the right, credits right. Yeah. Right? and for someone coming into the game it's like oh shit like should i even reach out to them is he even gonna fucking acknowledge me weird thing is, is i had anxiety about reaching out to these people right I, I don't think at that age i really understood like if you're at the table you're there for a reason and yeah. i always felt like do I deserve to be at this table? You know right, what I'm saying? Right, because, right. And um, so I think as I grown as a business person, after I, you know, we could talk about that, the real estate stuff, as yeah, I grew yeah. as a business person, now I, I approached music as a business. Right. And I said, man, I'm going to get these people on the phone just like I get a realtor, an investor, yeah, that's or it. whoever that's on it. the fucking phone. Fucking you know? the fuckers. Yeah. That's it, yeah. I call these people and I stay on their ass. Like, I, I remember great, case man. one to get him in the studio. I, I, I think I DM'd him like seven times, <laughs> text him like four times, like, bro, you're getting to my studio. <laughs> you know? And then you got to do it because these guys are it. all busy, man. And what's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to get a no? Right. Or, or they're just going to ignore you and whatever? Yeah, you just I mean, keep I, going, man. I got some a rapper the other day. He's pretty well known. I got his number from somebody I, and i called him he was like how the fuck did you get this new number <laughs> nobody's got this number and he went off on me but 
I don't give a fuck. Hey, that's what it is. I'm trying to help you, bro. Yeah, that's it. I'm trying to get you on. Let me ask you, back in the days, Mm -hmm. um, correct me if I'm wrong, Mm -hmm. you were on the slip and slide camp, right? Mm -hmm. What whatever happened with that situation, man? Because I think that's when I met you, you were... You were with the slip, yeah, we were slip I, and slide. Um, Shout out to Slip and Slide. Yeah, I, I I was managed by Slip and Slide. You were managed by Slip and Slide, mm-hmm. and that was I'm an interesting. Why you, you tell me that story? That was I'm, an interesting I'm, I'm story. I'm trying to figure out what I should say <laughs> now that I'm older. Well, I'm sure the blood is good blood, though, right? With uh, like you were Slip and Slide, or well, like? I, I wouldn't say that. Okay, at all. So no. I'm, I'm glad I brought it up. No, I never. <laughs> I never spoke to Ted or anybody from Slip and Slide after I left Slip and Slide. Okay, so you left purposely, purposely. Okay, so you were yeah. on contract? Yeah, so I was managed to them, and uh, O over there was my... Otha. Oh, yeah, yeah. Otha. Yeah. He was over me. But what I learned about labels really quickly, and I'm not throwing no shade at them. They do their thing, whatever. This is my situation with mm-hmm. them. What I learned quickly with labels is that sometimes they sign you to promote you, and sometimes they sign you to get you the fuck out the way. Right. And at the time I had shown on deck, I was working with, you know, under surveillance. I was working with Bizzle. I was working with everybody who was hot and they were getting on radio at this time. It was like a movement. I remember music, all that shit. Yeah. 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 It was getting on the radio fast. So everything I was producing was just getting catching, you know? So everybody was coming at me for management at that point. And I was scared to, to even do anything in management because I was just a super paranoid person at that yeah, point. Yeah, I really yeah. was. And yeah. So did you actually sign something? With yeah, yeah, yeah. So I signed a management agreement. And the agreement um, when I went to them was, you know, you guys got to make me a certain amount of money this year, right? So basically, in a nutshell, I, um, I made a certain amount of that money that year. And I made it. And it's like, and this is facts. Like, they never let me in the studio with any one of their artists. So I had Trina single. I was never in the studio with Trina. Yeah, this is the weird the thing. You're part of the team. I can't be this in the is fucking the weird thing. session. Yeah, so I actually got that record to her through a writer named King. And then Reggie, who was uh, Showtime, who was her other writer. So I would have the writers come to my home studio and then send the records to her. And it's like, I'm missing the whole gap of being a true producer. Yeah. And I'm signed to y'all. Yeah, of course. Freaking weird. Yeah, you're, you're, at this point, you're a beat maker. Right. You're not a producer. Yeah, and barely that because I, I, I barely felt like they were listening. So when I got signed, I was making, no lie, four to six beats a night. I was trying to blow everybody out the water. Yeah. I wanted to impress the fuck out of them. Of course. I wanted to let them know you signed yeah, the new best home, new deal. Let me, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I wanted to show out. And I felt like they weren't, weren't even checking my tracks when I was sending them. Mm. I would get into meetings with them and I'd say, you know, who, who have we sent the track to? And they'd say, this person, this person. I said, okay, forward me the email. Simple <laughs> as that. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Real or business. CC me at least. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Fuck, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, never got the CC. And mm. I was a business person from Jump. My brother was my attorney. And um, You were every- also, uh, real quick though, you were also a teacher, right? Oh, I have a fucking crazy <laughs> story, bro. Yeah. But during that time, though, you yeah. had that I was actually gig. a fucking teacher at the time I got signed. Right, that's exactly. You were a teacher weird, bro. Yeah. Day, for during the day, and then you were... This producer trying yeah, to fucking make it no and sign sleep, this label man. at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was yeah, working yeah. until like four in the morning and waking up at like 6.30 and going working as a teacher. Yeah. It was weird. The kids would walk down the hallway singing, showing on deck and these other songs. 
And I produced them. And, and didn't was, even know it was you. Nah, I'd be like, this is so <laughs> fucking weird. Uh, so so fast forward, wait, slip and slide. So you just said, fuck it, I'm out. And you just. No, you, basically what you, happened was. You finished the contract? I was, I was on a contract. And, and I think that every artist in the game, this is, and this is game to you, producers, everything. You got to put thresholds in your contracts. Yeah. So that <clears throat> if. If people don't do what they say they're going to do in the contract, you shouldn't be obligated to be in that contract. So for me, it was a certain amount of money that needed to be made. That money wasn't made. Um, and I just moved on. And it wasn't easy to move on. And when I got off of them, I, I can't even tell you the amount of people that hit me up like, how the fuck did you get off? Right. You know, it was having a good attorney. And we, we went good. back and forth with their attorney. But, you know, I don't have bad blood. I don't. I'm not a person who holds grudge or anything. Yeah. You know, I did, wish. Did, did, did any other labels uh, approach you after you, like, they knew yeah. they were you on the market? Um, yeah. Because I'm sure, yeah. like, Everybody. listen, when I, when, I, when, I, when I signed with Rock Nation, right, mm -hmm. I was an A&R manager. There was a little bidding war going on. So I can, and I know, I always heard about the bidding wars happening in Miami, too, with mm -hmm. artists, with producers. So maybe not a bidding war, but mm -hmm. I'm sure that once everyone found out you were a free agent, yeah. they were fucking blowing up your phone, right? They like were, the Pope Boys was, and everybody else? What was weird, though, is when I got off the label, I did a gazillion interviews with magazines and everything. You know that not one of those interviews went out? Not one. Mean? Not one so of them came out. Also, they st somebody stopped it. So I didn't say you said it. Somebody stopped it. I'm yeah. not I didn't even say who, but I said somebody right. Right. So stopped it. Right. I learned a lot about the music industry from yeah. that and learned like the powers that be can shut your ass down real quick. But I think that's a blessing too and for you absolutely. for you to go through that shit because now it was you a know, blessing bro. in disguise. Now you know. Now you know how is, the game goes. You know what I'm saying? When I went to managers that were interested in me, they were scared of dealing with me because they felt like there may be issues with that label. And I said, mm. bro, if anything they owe me money. Like, <laughs> and I got, I'm, I got, I'm lowered up. So no, I'm lowered up. So I'm no good. Money. You know, <laughs> but again, like I, I don't have bad blood for anybody. This is the way I live my life. I, I don't think of anybody in an ill will. If anything, like yeah. when I meditate, I, I hopefully bring them into the light. You into peace. meditation? Yeah. All the time. Yeah, like in the mornings? Or Every night. night. Yeah. Every night. And I go to the beach sometimes and I do the same thing. Oh shit. So, you know, most importantly, it I think I'm centered, right? Yeah, I've always been focused on that, being a good person. I, my shit is sneakers, man. That's how I'm yeah. I go by sneakers. Uh, I'm not a sneaker no, guy. No, no lie. Like, yeah. That shit fucking... <laughs> my wife's laughing. <laughs> Dude, like, I buy a pair a week. Oh, man. I mean, and that's probably because I never fucking could have done that when mm -hmm. I was little. I, I didn't grow up with shoes or money. That's how I am with weed. <laughs> yeah, as soon as he, week, hey, as soon as he walked in, he was like, "Yo, can I light up right here?" And I was like, "Just smoke out there." <laughs> <laughs> but oh, that's what. So that's a good. That's a good story, though. Like you said, it's a blessing in the skies, and everything happens for a yeah. reason. And I learned real quick, like too, like um, you know, I have to take some blame for it too. I was really cocky and really arrogant at the time, and I felt like I need to be the biggest producer in the world. You need to do this for me, blah blah. Mm, right, and right, right. so I think there's two sides to the story too. I'm sure if they were talking to them, they would say, you know, CP yeah. is was cocky. He thought he yeah. had everything. Yeah. But at the same time, the facts were I just didn't get into the studio and it didn't work out. And yeah, you know, at the end of the day, I kept moving on. They kept moving on, and um, and that's good. Yeah. As, just everyone but, goes their own separate ways, and everybody will be all right. right. So, I, so I got I got a question for you. Actually, I got I got four words for you. Mm -hmm. My dad. Buys houses. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about that, man, because this is something you've started, yeah. I guess, a couple years ago, right? Uh, it has, it's not that six years ago. Six years ago? A mm -hmm. few years ago then. Mm -hmm. Tell me about that. What is this whole... Pro Actually, let's take a shot before you go into that. I'm but that. I want to go to that next phase. Oh, let's do it right. I want to go to that phase, that next phase, because this is what... like. 
I see yeah, it. Yeah, I yeah. see it. Like everyone's seeing this shit. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely so I want to hear about that. So salut. Salut. Here we go. Monkey in Paradise Vodka, Jay. That shit is very smooth, man. <sighs> so am. um the My, My Dad, Dad Buys Houses. Yeah. So first off, the name. Like that's pretty fucking catchy. That's a good name, right? <laughs> yeah. It's very good. Music, um, you, you used to do music? <laughs> you know how yeah. you got a catchy hook and shit. Yeah. So um I was it was I have a crazy story. So like like you were saying, so I graduated from Florida State. I came down here, I was a music producer, and then I was a teacher at the same time. Right. I was a teacher and then I moved from one from one school to another school. At that school, what was crazy is I became the teacher, the department head, the basketball coach, the MC of ceremonies, Holy and then shit. I became the fill in assistant principal. Really? So Holy crazy, shit. Crazy, right? Shit. Yeah. So I ru- I rose <laughs> really fast in that. Yeah. But I was killing myself, man. And I was doing and I wasn't doing music as much. What do you have? A bachelor's or a master's? I have a master's. Yeah. Really? In yeah. what? Education? In uh educational leadership. Crazy, Guys, bro. come on, please. Come on, please. Please. Come on now. So, I'm about to fucking serve another shot. That's like, crazy, bro. Holy right? shit. I think you're the first guest that we've had. With a master's? That, that has a master's yeah, degree. Man. It's That's impressive, man. dude. That's impressive. Yeah, so, you know, I was killing myself, bro. I was the first one in the school, the last one out. The kids loved me, but there was so, there's so much shit the teachers deal with, man, from they get passed down from the county, the state, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of red tape in yeah. education. So I was on my way to become an assistant principal. And uh, I realized I wasn't making enough money still. You, you, but that's so that one out. industry that everybody knows. Yes, yeah, They're overworked, yeah, underappreciated, underpaid. Mm-hmm. I mean, shout out to all the teachers out there yeah, and all the professors, everyone in the education. You guys are obviously our heroes, man. That's how I look at it. You know what I'm saying? But underpaid and underappreciated Absolutely. for sure, man. Yeah, so I wasn't making much money. And my friend um, from high school, one of my best friends, Dwayne, um, he basically flipped the house. And he made forty thousand dollars in like oh, ninety days. That's probably Holy fuck. I said forty thousand. Yeah, hold on. Like, hold the that's fuck six up. Months right there. I was like, that's how much I make teaching in a whole fucking year, bro. Holy shit! So uh, basically, you gotta have that A one credit though, right? Like, come on, dog. No, see, this you is gotta have that A fifty, dog. No, no, this no? is what's cool. This is what's cool. I'm glad I get to break this down. Yeah, I want to. I want to hear about this because I I see it, I, and I'm like, they gotta be in the eight hundreds, like you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, so t- no, for someone that doesn't all. know. No, so, and that's what he showed me. So, I was like, bro, I ain't got no money to be flipping houses. Like, I'm broke as fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I had stacked all my financial aid money uh, going back to my master's. Okay. Now, my backup plan was, let's, I'll go to, you know, I'll do everything for my master's, and if it don't work out, I'll become assistant principal. Not the worst thing in the world, right? Yeah, it's something to fall back on. But if it works out to my plan, I'll take these financial aid loans, I'll stack it, and I'm going to leave this job and walk on faith. Mm. So my friend showed me how to flip houses. In a nutshell, to break this down to people who think you need a lot of money, you don't. I break it down to me. Yeah, I got you. I got you. <laughs> Perfect. So when I, I'm going to break down the first house. So he told me, basically, listen, you just got to go hard. He's like, it took me a year to find a house with a motivated enough seller right. to sell the house below market and be able to make money on it, right? So I was like, bro, just tell me how to do it. I'll find that shit before yeah. you know it. Yeah. So I was so used to hustling, working 19 hours a day, teaching music. When I put that shit into real estate, this shit was a joke for me. Right. I was like, this shit is too easy. Yeah. Motherfuckers pick up their phones. Yeah. You know, music industry, <laughs> motherfuckers don't pick up their phones. Yeah. On so, the first try. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, uh, you know, um, I, I kept sending offers. I found a software I could just submit 
offers. There's tons of offers, bro. I sent out like 400 fucking offers. Holy I didn't shit. give a shit. I didn't even look at the house. I was sending out offers. My, my wife's a realtor. She's she's yeah. paying attention right now. Yeah. She's paying attention right oh. now. <laughs> so I, I got a house in like 90 days, and the seller was sick. So I went in at 105. After the inspection, we went down to 75,000. So my partner had something like, you know, 20 grand, and I needed 20 grand. So I didn't have it. At all. Right. So I reached out to a family member. They lent me 20 grand and was like, I'll, I'll give you 20 grand, but give me seven grand back. Nowadays, I'll never give you that kind of return. That's freaking nuts. But they gave me You mean 20, the rig, you mean, right? A 27 back. Yes, 27 Give me 27 back. back. Yeah, right, yeah. which is crazy for like 60 days, yeah. 90 days. It's a lot of money back on that little bit of money. Right. Anyways, I borrowed that money. We flipped that house because we partnered together. And now this is the trick that people don't this know. This is my question, though, real quick, before you get uh, mm-hmm. too, too ahead. So you, you got the money. Mm-hmm. You guys bought the house. So before we even get there, so we, we both partnered. So we had 40 racks, right? We got 40. So we have 40. We put that towards hard money. So hard money is basically a loan that's high interest rate. Okay. And um, basically it's interest-only payments. And so we took that loan out. It was 20% down. Right. Interest only. At that time, it was high as hell, too. It was like 12% interest. Mm-hmm. It took us 90 days to flip the house. We made 28000 It took you 90 days. To, when you say flip, it means just in for the fixing work of it, it up. Fixing right, it fixing up. it up. Yeah, okay. putting it on the market. How much you'd have to spend, closing. though, to do all that? Right? So it was forty total. Okay. Right. And then we made twenty eight grand. So his half was 14 My half was 14 Okay. I paid seven back to the person. And I made seven grand, and to me, seven grand at that time when I only had like twenty five hundred dollars with the bills. Well, like, you saw you were in the plus. You I weren't was like, holy shit, I made money with no money. Yeah, you were in the plus. Yeah, of course. Well, holy shit, I can do this again. Oh, fuck yeah. So um, and after then that, it just kept getting that was it. So there. I was still teaching at that time. That one event, I remember uh, just speaking to my brother, and he had opened up his law firm a year before, and we had this conversation about. Oh, you have a brother that's a lawyer too? Yeah. Fuck, that's pretty good, man. That's what was helping me uh, through that whole situation. But basically, um, I forgot what I was talking about. (laughs) That's that monkey in paradise. No, so the first deal went through, you paid that bread back, and then boom. Yeah, so then I was still teaching, and then I left um, on a walk of faith. We were just talking one day, and I said, I gotta gotta take a walk on faith and And do this again. Try this this again. I had 12 grand in my bank, and that ain't shit to just leave a whole career. You know, and it wasn't shit. I still had, but you believed in yourself, and if it already right. worked, yeah. So I just did it one time. It's just, it's just yeah. a, you just got skill. Yeah, like, and I was also a realtor, and I was specializing in helping people with their down payment. Oh, assistance. that's a good, that's a good point. So, did you become a realtor during Prior. that process? I was a realtor before that. Oh, you were a realtor before no that? Fucking money. You just weren't. Fucking <laughs> I wasn't doing shit. Let <laughs> me uh, just get this fucking yeah. license just so I can have so it. So <laughs> how I figured out how to do things. Yo, CP Hollywood. <laughs> CP Hollywood's in the building right now, though. I think I, we, we should have booked like three hours for this interview. <laughs> so, you know, so basically I, I left that job, walked on faith. Yeah. And as a realtor, once I applied, you know, the 19 hours a day and really hustled and figured out systems and all this shit. And I was good at marketing already from music. Yeah. My third month in real estate, as a realtor, I made $88,000. And my whole fucking life changed. Like, it was a, wow. life, it was a life-changing moment. That's and, amazing. Yeah, man. Like, I remember... After that, that's, there's no turning back after that. No. It's like, no, okay, after I, that, I know how to... I got the blueprint. Like, I know how to do this. And honestly... First was, time is luck, second time is skill. Yeah, it was, right? it was a surreal feeling because I never even really had more than 20 grand in my bank. 
You know what I mean? And yeah. to see six figures, at, you know, 88,000. Yeah, it was about 100 grand at the time. And yeah. And this like, is, what year is this? Oh, this, this is six, this is 20. This is like 2000. This is six years ago, you said, right? 14, 15. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And wow. Um, basically what, what's crazy is six months before that, while I was teaching, I had an eviction door on my, I was eviction. Uh, I had an eviction going on. So yeah. um, I remember hitting that point and I was, you know, like, man, I can't, I That's can't a blessing, do this. CP. Yeah, bro. I can't keep doing this. And yeah. I just said, fuck it. I'm gonna go hard. And yeah, I, um, and you haven't stopped ever. You haven't looked back ever since. Nah. And you know, what's crazy. My first house, I got a down payment assistance loan. I was the realtor. They actually, but to get actually, that loan, you needed a fucking good credit, right? To need that. For that one, I needed a 640 credit. That's not bad. Not at all. I mean, yeah, that's not no. bad at all. Like, no. and I got ten thousand dollars from the county, and then I got the three percent. Yeah, because there's a bunch of fucking grants that people a don't bunch. even know. There's money out there I that people don't know about. Forty racks from the city of Tamarack not too long ago for a nice. down payment, but you know, so I started doing that. CP, and I want to. I want to start doing this shit. Oh yeah, I'm gonna holler but, at you after this show. We gonna talk, man. Hell I, yeah, I need you to put me on. But at the end of the day. I, what I was saying is basically the first house I paid myself to buy the house, which was crazy. Right. Like I got a commission yeah. and I was up after buying the house. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I started flipping houses and then I got into something called wholesaling. Yeah. Wholesaling is basically when you get a house under contract and you sell that contract to another investor. So if I'm buying your house for one thirty, Yeah. I have Joe Schmo over here who's willing to buy it for 200 because yeah. the house at the end of the day is maybe worth 330 Right. So I'm getting it dirt cheap. I'm selling it to this guy. So I'm getting it for 130 selling it for 200 So there's two ways to do it. I can either assign that contract and I'll make 70 grand at closing or I'll set up your closing and my closing the same day. So I'll close with you. Five minutes later, I close with that person. And there's funding. So you bought it and in five minutes later, you're selling, selling it. Selling right? it, same day. So basically, and it's called, yeah, it's called transactional funding. So it funds a deal temporarily for that five minutes. And the motherfucker does it, it gets 1% Fuck. Uh, for funding it for five minutes. You know what I'm saying? Damn. So it, it's a win-win for everybody. And once I got into wholesaling, bro, it was crazy. That's like, insane. My first wholesale deal, when we made 25 grand off of doing no money into it, when I just gave a, a contract to another investor, I was like, holy shit. What? So after that, I started oh, hustling hard. Shit. And our biggest deal, like we've done probably three, four deals where just assigning a contract, we yeah. made probably like 130, 140,000. So where does the buy, my dad buy? Like, where did you get so that? That company was my friend's company, Dwayne. He actually had a really good name for the company. Okay. And I went into it and, and that's. So it's not company. your dad. It's not really your. No. It's just a name. I don't think oh, maybe him and his dad partnered well, up or something. My dad was shit. in it um, too at the beginning. He's a, a lot older now. He, yeah. he kind of got. He had cancer for a while he overcome but okay he's, you know he's older now so it's, it's basically okay. primarily um, my partner Dwayne and I have another okay partner Seda <clears throat> who sells my deals all right I got you so it was just the name was already there it was your home yeah, and it's super catchy because <clears throat> lots of times we get probate deals which is basically when people die the property passes down and then that has to go through a probate situation where an attorney has to figure out or the courts have to figure out who it goes to which heirs it goes to etc so lots of our deals are that. And when somebody's father passes and they see my dad buys houses come to the thing, it's like a connection. Yeah. You know, and it's catchy course. and, you know. Holy shit. That's been a whole, its whole thing <laughs> Dude, too, man. No, this is fucking crazy. Yo, this guy is a fucking super music producer. And for the past 20 minutes, fucking making money off this real estate. Dude, congratulations, man. Thank you, bro. This is fucking amazing. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you're still following your passion. 
Yeah, absolutely. And your passion is music and mm-hmm. these albums that are coming out. Do you got? I know you don't have a name for the album, but do you have a release date for the album? Well, yeah, I was, at least I was an thinking idea. Around, I was thinking a lot of people drop their albums during the summertime, but obviously nah. summertime you got two weeks left. No, nah, so. nah, I was planning on dropping the compilation album with all the different artists in like September. Okay. And then for my album, because they're such big records, I'm planning yeah. on trying to shop them for soundtracks and things like that before I release the album. So okay. whatever doesn't make it to a soundtrack, et cetera, I'm going to keep. Okay. And that'll be the album. That's but smart. first I want to give it that because honestly, I'd rather be a producer songwriter. Right. That's where the passion is. Right, right. And I think... <clears throat> and you like producing people and producing yeah. artists and... And I like saying, helping people, man. You know, like, that's, like, right. rule of thumb. Like, yeah. even with, with the investing, we've taught classes. At this point, no lie, like, I have a testimonial video on my site. Nice. It's got, like, 50 people saying how I've helped them make money. Come on, like, come on, you know guys. what I'm saying? Come on, guys. So, we got a studio audience. You guys <laughs> got a standing ovation right now. Come on, CP. So, that's fucking beautiful, dude. I help people make money all day. Like, right now, I got three different people who are just my friends and between the three of them they're probably gonna make like a hundred racks so that's fucking amazing yeah man. so let me ask you uh, talking about music who's your favorite producer right now in the game my favorite producer man that's in the a, game right now that shit is crazy question I, and it could be any I'd genre say, obviously i would say honestly my favorite producer is, is been the same for a long time it's been jazzy Faye. jazzy Faye. i just think he got a funky ass sound jazzy fizzle else, yeah he, nobody else has duplicated that sound since yeah, and that's it, true. Did you know Billboard dropped their top 50 producers of all time? Mm-hmm. They just dropped it a no, couple days ago. That. So I'll tell you who the top five are. You tell me if you agree. I don't agree with mm-hmm. the, the top five. Uh, so number five was Mike Will Made It. That's my boy. We were Mike Will Made It. Together. Okay. Number four was The Dream. Number three, Timberland. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. Number two, Pharrell. Okay. And number one, Max Martin. Do you know who Max Martin is? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> he's the producer for Taylor Swift. Oh, he's a great producer. Yeah, yeah, he's a great producer. That's so those are the, the top five. With, but most. like Mustard came in at 11. Swiss Beats, 16. Okay. Dr. Dre, what, what number you think out of the 50? I mean, what number you think Dr. Dre came in at? Number one, I thought. I, that's what I would think, right? Yeah, I would think number one. Dre yeah. came in at 19. Nah. And he came in at 19. Nah. Look at the billboard.com. Nah. Top 50 producers. Dr. Dre, 19. I don't agree crazy, with that. Nah. I think they're maybe going off what, what have you done lately type shit, which right. I don't think they should go off that, right? They should nah, go off the catalog. But And number crazy. 50 was Red One, which is like J-Lo and Nicki Minaj's fucking producer. But mm-hmm. Dre to come in number 19 on the top 50 producers? Ah, not I don't know, Billboard. Y'all need to get it right, man. One thing I learned about <clears throat> from Dre, actually, from reading, I think it was an article one time that stuck with me, was he was saying how space in tracks makes your tracks bigger. And then when I researched it more, like, so if you have an 808 and you got a whole bunch of instruments, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's all functioning off a speaker. So the speaker, the more time it's got to come back and hit. Yeah the harder things hit and the cleaner it is. So when you got a whole bunch of instruments going, when I when I used to, back in the day, I had like 30 instruments in a track. Now my tracks are simplified and the 808 hits harder, the snares hit harder because there's less going on in the speaker itself. So Dre understood that shit from way back in the day yeah. where he was doing simplified sound for a long time. If you listen yeah. to Dre's beats, like, dun, 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 dun. Right. It's, it's very, very simple uh, melodies, there's not a lot to it, and it's got a real simple right. vibe to it, but it's always got a vibe. 
That way it can have that clarity too. Mm-hmm. You can hear that fucking. Yes. That, I mean, that you that listen fucking... to Dr. Snoop's old records. Oh, that shit that's was a fucking super classic. Yeah, right. yeah. Oh my god. Way ahead of his. Oh, time. the Chronic too. The first yeah. Chronic and the fucking twenty two thousand and one. Way ahead of his. That's time. That's fucking man. amazing, man. Absolutely. That's amazing. So we're gonna do a quick little. Uh, I don't call it rapid fire. We used to call it rapid fire, but this is just a rapid Q and A. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna throw out some questions. Sure. Actually, you know what? Before we do that. That monkey in paradise got me feeling nice. It's got me feeling you nice too, saying? man. I'm telling you some good shit, man. They come through, man. They've been uh they've been taking care of me for uh since season two. All right, so shout out to Monkey in Paradise Vodka for always coming through, you know what I'm saying? Making sure we looking good and we drinking good. Salud, CP. This is oh, to you, Lou. my brother. Thank you, man. This is to you, man. Man, that Woo! shit is so good, bro. That's what. Shot number three, shot number yeah, four. Why is that shit so good? So this is going to be um, the rapid Q&A. First thing that comes to your mind, all right? All right. Pick one. Trick Daddy or Rick Ross? Fuck. Uh, <laughs> Everybody says, fuck. Rick Ross. Rick Ross? Okay. A Chevy or a Caddy? Caddy. Top three rap, rap albums. Top three rap albums. You don't have to rush on this. Fuck. Because this is a big question. It's a loaded question, actually. It's a super fucking loaded question. Um, I think Jagged Edge, Heartbreak Hotel. Okay. Um, you know, Kanye is performing, actually, at the Rolling Loud right now. Yeah? Yeah. Surprise. Um, Genuine's first album. Okay. Massive. That's a first. Oh, and Pony? Uh, yeah. Yeah? That, that was that a big album. album. Yeah, I forgot the name, what it was called. I think it was like 100% Genuine or some shit like that. Okay. Um. And then uh, Aaliyah's first, uh, Aaliyah's album with Timberland. Mm. I don't remember the names mm. of albums. No, no, remember. no. Yeah. Yeah, anything with Aaliyah, you got to salute, for yeah. sure, for sure. Okay. You got a million dollars. Timberland was just a, nah, he a was He's still a monster. Bro. He's number three, yeah, top he's, billboard. He's I think that's the only thing Billboard got right that time. Um, you got a million dollar budget to do one song. What artist do you put on that song? Taylor Swift. Just one, just her. Hers. If I if I could, do you can a record artists with, with an S. Oh, plural. Taylor Swift and okay. Justin Bieber. Okay, a hundred percent. Those are the two that I definitely want to work with. I'd be playing Justin Bieber's music, man. My daughter'd be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I'm like, "This motherfucker can music. sing, man. It's, it's good music. Fuck, yeah. I can sing." <laughs> but I, honestly, the guy I think who's been most... don't they have a song already? No, they I never think they, so. They, they need collab- to though, right? They should. You would think they Let would collab already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the guy I think though who's most influential, who I I want to work with most. um, it's T-Pain because we were both in Tallahassee. Oh, he just time. had that rant too. Yeah, and and I agreed with a lot of a lot shit of people agree with saying, his rant. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I think he's the most influential artist because if you listen to every song right now, it's almost weird. Like even if you're not using it to its full degree, Auto Tune has become something that if you don't hear it on a record, it's almost like it sounds flat. Everything sounds flat without it now. You're right. And but you know T-Pain's. You know, fun, fun fact: T-Pain's very first song. Was no autotune. No autotune. No, no autotune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. fucking crazy. A lot of people don't know well, that. Well, the crazy thing is, is he came from, so I respect him a lot because he came from a group called Nappy Heads. Mm-hmm. And in Tallahassee, they had the best performance I've ever seen from a rap group. I've never seen so many thugged out dreads with goals <laughs> actually moving in choreographed motions. These yeah. motherfuckers. They invested time. <laughs> dog, everybody would come on after them and yeah. be like, I'm not performing. 
That's they it. They would leave. They'd be like, I'm not doing it after them. Oh, just, you like, can't follow them. You can't follow them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, y'all had eight dudes who. T Pain, shout out to T Pain. Hey, yeah, T Pain, come to the show, man. Come to the Miami Spotlight show, T Pain. Man, he. Come fuck with me, man. He changed everything to he me. He did change everything. And, shout out um, to T Pain, man. Yeah. So, but to answer your Keep question, mm-hmm. Taylor Swift, Justin, Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber, yeah. That's a good one. Pizza or cheeseburgers? Pizza. That's a, that's a toss up for me. I'm a vegetarian. You are? Yeah, I'm a weird dude, man. So pizza for you then? Yeah. You got like uh, pizza. you got like spinach on the pizza? Nah, just cheese. <laughs> I don't even really like vegetables. Pesto like, and shit. Pesto weird. and spinach and shit. A lot of carbs. Yo, artichoke pizza. All right, here we go. Uh, weed. Or, I think I already know the weed. answer. Come on, see Weed. I was gonna say weed or liquor. He was like weed connoisseur. All right, favorite drink. And don't be uh, uh, don't be put on the spot to say monkey in paradise vodka. No, real shit though. Uh, favorite probably, drink right now. Tito's. Tito's? Yeah. Okay. I drink Tito's regularly. Tito's was mine. Uh, because good, because it's Tito's is gluten free. Yeah. And I used to be mine until I got put onto Monkey in Paradise, which is gluten. And they're obviously here in South Florida. So when I go out, I drink girly ass drinks, though. I'll be drinking like uh what is that, Miami Vice or something like that. I don't drink the fruity shit, man. Yeah. I used to be a big hand drinker, you know, I would do mm-hmm. a straight hand, but I, they say I was diabetic last year. So yeah. all I could drink is white. And club soda or light beer, so it's like I really don't have a choice. Might as well. well that kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, Pac or Big? It's Pac. a big one. Pac. Pac? Okay. Hundred percent. Favorite gangster movie of all time? Bronx Tale. Ooh, Bronx Tale. Watch You know Bronx what's Tale. crazy? They have a line in that that relates to music, and he says in there, Robert De Niro says to his son, he says, "The worst thing in the world is wasted, wasted talent. talent." Bro, I fucking love that. I movie. remember that. And let me tell you, I see that all the time. Yeah, wasted in talent. every industry. Everywhere, mm-hmm. wasted talent. It's true. It's true. In twenty four hours, how often do you think about sex? Pretty fucking often. <laughs> CP Hollywood. <laughs> hey, constantly, constantly pimping. Pimpin I had to ask Mister Constantly Pimping that. In twenty four hours, there's only twenty four hours in a day. How 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 often? Uh, <laughs> you know, man, it's weird because, like, as I've gotten older. I've kind of trained my brain not to think about it so often. Okay. Because it fucked me up for a long time, man. Mm-hmm. Messing with chicks for a long time. Yeah, I know. That, I know? heard stories. I know. Yeah. So It's a good honestly, fucking question. The audience is laughing, but it's a like, good question. I know like, what I'm doing. Probably like 10 times a day. <laughs> 10 times a day. You know? Out of 24. Probably. Okay, that's about yeah. 42%. Okay, that's what's up. And there's been a lot of tourists coming to South Florida lately, mm-hmm. right? There's always been tourists coming to South Florida, but now over the past couple of years, even more, right? Mm-hmm. What's one message or one tip that you would give tourists coming to Miami? Stay, Be, for me, I would say stay to South Beach, fucking stay clean up your shit after you. Go, go ahead. Um, clean up after yourselves. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, would, I would definitely say there's certain spots in Miami. Everything looks great until you, you really hit the city. Yeah. And then... Uh, you Don't cross like, the bridge. Yeah, you get a harsh reality <laughs> check. Yeah. Um, and th- you know what? I always tell people, if you come down here, South Beach isn't really the same. It ain't really popping like it used yeah. to be. People from Miami don't go to South no, Beach. No, we don't go to South Yeah, Beach. we come around here. No, exactly. Yeah, we we, we, we Midtown. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. People go to like Las Solas and Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? YOLO. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, when you're really from here, you don't go there. Right. Um, But yeah, out-of-towners, I would definitely say, you know, you got to be you got to be pretty careful down here. If you're going to Miami, you know, right. Dade's definitely not the same as Broward. Yeah, you know, Broward's sure. definitely got its spots, but Dade, you're literally like in a great spot and then you're in the hood. 
You're right. Yeah, I mean, quickly. literally from one street to another. Quickly, bro. So be careful. Where you put, keep your GPS on. Yeah, That's your advice. Yeah, yeah 100%. <laughs> That's what's up. Keep real a quick. Strap on you, real, real quick. Uh, I want to, I got to talk about this before we, before we wrap up. Mm -hmm. Purple Skies. Mm -hmm. So you, that's a video you just dropped. Mm -hmm. So is that a single? So basically what I'm doing right now, I put out records so that I could test marketing. Okay. So it sounds crazy, but I put that record out one because I think it set a tone where I wasn't trying to come out on some thug shit. Yeah. It, was, it was like a little bit of rapping, a little yeah. bit of singing, yeah. kind of show a little bit of everything that I could do. And then um, I put that out just to kind of see one, how do you market a record nowadays? So how does Instagram promotion work? How does YouTube promotion work? Right. Et cetera. And I learned a lot through that record because it was a weed record, right? Yeah, it was. So the references to weed held me back from promoting it on Instagram, on YouTube. My, all my ads were disapproved, were unapproved. Right. So I learned quickly I got to switch a record up. But that was good for me to learn kind of the ropes of it, okay. you know? So, so it's not a single. Nah, so it's after awesome. I hit like 13,000 views on YouTube, I was like, I, I kind of got a feel for what worked and what didn't. So I put out a record with uh, Gold Rush. Shout out to Gold Rush. He was on the show. Yep, uh, called Permanent. And uh, Is that, that the single? So that, that's I, I need a single. single. I, I, yeah, that, I need a, I, a single. I, I, you got to cut right, to the right. spot I show and bring me something, dog. Right, right. So, so that's a single. It's a single I'm pushing right now. Okay. And, that and that's featuring it's Gold Rush. Gold Rush just me solo. and him. Yep. Oh, just you and him. Yep. Okay. And uh, I produced it. He's on the hook in a verse. Raw? And uh, it came out really dope record. Yeah. So the videos out there, that video is, I think, in like two months, has already got like 70,000 views, Ooh. something like that. Can, so, can, 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 I, I want that song to take us out from the show. Yeah. I want to end the show and I want to sure. play that song. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Um, I'm trickling music out, and, like, when people really hear what I have coming, I think their mind is going to be blown. So I'm just trying to kind of trickling out, but I've I'm got excited. hit after hit. I'm after excited. Hit, I know you do. I know yeah. you do. Listen, CP, man, I, I, I think very highly of you. And for, no, for some of y'all that, listen, that are listening and don't know, CP actually made the intro to the Miami Spotlight Show. So when you click on the Miami Spotlight Show and you hear, dun, 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 dun. That's CP Hollywood. I'm surprised you could actually play the drums and do that this one time. Monkey That's CP Hollywood on the Miami Spotlight Show intro. So I thank you for that, my brother. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. Absolutely. But I want this song. If you can, can you introduce this song real quick so we can go ahead and outro and take that out and take yeah, us out? Absolutely, man. Real quick before you do that, though, thank you so much for being on the show, thank CP. You, we love you, man. We, we give you your flowers today, man, because you are definitely, you said it at the beginning of the interview, you're a staple in Miami and South Florida. We agree. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep up the real estate stuff. Keep the music going. When that album drops, bring your ass back to the show. You ain't I even got to call me or text me to say, Fido, I'm pulling up and come through. Bring everybody absolutely. if you want. And just This is your house, CP. Absolutely, man. I appreciate it. And on a last note, I just want to end with, um, you know, no matter what happens, I think it's really, really important to keep remembering you got to be a good person. Mm. You got to let go of your ego. Mm -hmm. And I think you need to ask yourself the question all the time. I ask myself this question all the time. Like, what has my ego, not not my soul, not my heart, not my brain, what has my ego ever done for me? What has hate ever done for me? Mm -hmm. What has, you know, any of those emotions that are negative ever done for me? And I always just try to tell people, man, I always look to help people out. Yep. 
always look to to there's always somebody who's there who, who's in a position that you need to be in that you that you want to be at yep and if you had a million dollars and there was nobody on the planet you wouldn't even care about a million dollars so that's it's right. all about people it's all about being good to people that's right and i think that karma comes back to you so the guys whether it's you know music real estate anything i do businesses i sell on amazon i do everything that's right uh, i think it's all just comes back down to just being a good person man i don't think anything I love else it. really matters I, I salute that i co-signed that okay let's give it up i co-signed that cp and don't let your ego block your blessings man you know what i'm saying like yeah. you gotta be clear out here man but cp Thank you so much for coming on our show. Absolutely, Introduce bro. this record so it could take us out, my brother. Go All ahead. Right. This is Permanent, produced by CP Hollywood. CP Hollywood. And my dog, Raiden Rush, Gold Rush. Also, Soy known, sauce. yeah, man, this guy's <laughs> produced a lot of records himself. He's yep. on Trick Daddy's Bet That, Best That, uh, Bet yep. That. And yep. uh, basically, I mean, between me and Gold Rush, uh, we're both producers that sing, we're both producers that rap, and he's just as talented as I am, man. And so permanent, we made the record because we feel like we're both permanent staples down here and we're here to stay. All right, y'all, this is it, man. Permanent is the next single off CP's album. Hey, thanks for everybody tuned in, man, to check this out on Revolver, iHeart, all the platforms, Spotify, Amazon. Shout out to Monkey in Paradise Vodka for coming through. Hey, I'll see y'all in the next show. Peace. 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 Boy, you put the sauce on, sauce on this one. Sauce sauce. Bitch, I'ma keep it G and that shit permanent. Yeah, I'm getting yeah. to that G, that shit permanent. It's permanent. Ink on my sleeves, that shit permanent. Sauce sauce. I'm stacking this screen, that shit permanent. Ain't permanent. Yeah, permanent. permanent. If the ninja won't smoke, then we burn it. <laughs> they gonna know my name, and it's permanent. permanent. This is gonna stay, that shit permanent. Yeah. Everything we did from the beginning, it was permanent. We brought a county legend, bitch, you know you heard of it. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ever been to Delaware? If not, now's the time to visit. You'll find a lot of fun in a little state. Since you can drive anywhere in the state in a couple of hours, you'll spend less time driving and more time enjoying. Explore from the bays to the beaches, stroll the boardwalks, and have an oceanside bonfire. Get a taste of Delaware at one of the award-winning restaurants and enjoy a local craft brew. See the first state's unique historic landmarks and experience Delaware's endless discoveries. Plan your adventure today at visitdelaware.com.